Hello and welcome to Bored and Sassy. I'm Val. And I'm Sam. And we're here to talk about Disney news, opinions, and discussion with a sassy grown-up bent. You got the intro. Good job. Sort of. I almost <laughs> forgot. Uh, today we're going to talk about the and uh, fly guy from the Avatar ride because he did a fucking AMA on Reddit. Uh, we're going to talk about how Shanghai Disney opened and we're going to talk about... Disney plus Hamilton news that came out this week too. So holy shit, everyone. Uh, the weird scientist guy from the beginning of Flight of Passage did an AMA on Reddit. Which is awesome because I've like had so many questions in my head since going to that ride for the first time because it's this incredible ride with incredible production values and then you get this like no spoilers but yeah kind of spoilers if you've I never mean, been on the ride too bad um at the end of the queue you end up going through this small like here you go it's you're called gonna a pre-show exactly yeah. <laughs> I, i'm who's who's the the show person here? it's a pre-show yeah. and the guy is really uh well uh awkward and I said, I was like, they definitely, people were like, this guy's such a bad actor. And like, oh my God, it's so weird. And blah. And I was like, they did that on purpose because they wanted him to seem like the guy whose name I'm now going to forget, but who plays like the nerdy, uncertain scientist in the film. Like there's that stereotype of the particularly nerdy science types not really being good at talking to people. And I was like, that's totally, they did it on purpose. It's not like they just like brought this dude here and let him um through a script and then like, <laughs> then like used it. And so uh, the first thing I did is search for like, just control F or command F and um. And uh, so he confirmed to someone that the uhs and ums were not in the script, but not all the takes that were shot had them. So they basically edited together all of the takes that had uhs and ums in them to make it so that he was saying them a lot. And then they also fucking had him ADR it. So they they cut together those clips and then they had him redub the voice afterward and so he was like, usually, you know, you fix a little bit up here and there, like, because there was some weird background noise. But like one day I get a call and they're like, the audio doesn't work. We need to ADR the entire thing. So he dubbed all of it. And he said they wanted an increased energy, quote unquote. So he was like, my voice doesn't match my face. So that's also part probably of why it has that weird extra awkward feeling is it's not even just that he's umming, but it's that the whole fucking thing is dubbed. So, and they like told him during the dubbing session to really land the ums and uhs. Which, which is such a funny thing. Like, I just sort of imagine what that session was like. And we're like, okay, we're going to need you to really land those uhs and ums. <laughs> like, like, like really fuck? play up the awkward, but we need more energy right. so that so that your voice uh, is, you know, like, <laughs> really Fly. exciting. Despite the fact that you're going to be there sort of like awkwardly yeah. leaning back and forth a little bit. And but that said, like the funny thing is, it's always struck me as a as a little bit odd. Not the performance itself, but I was like, uh, like he struck me as a little bit odd, yeah. and that was sort of the point. Yeah, and I'm I'm totally fine with that. So yeah, it just know. made me laugh so much that like 
obviously the us and ums weren't in a script, but they also obviously told him to do that. Like, I'm sure they weren't just like, so please read this through straight. And he said, uh, 16 times. Like clearly what happened is they did like, they probably did a straight take and then they probably did one. They were like, okay, now try to sound uncertain. Like also who in their right mind, who has ever experienced any Disney attraction would like it, look at that and go, man, they, they brought in a bad actor and a now we're stuck people, with it. Like a which lot is, of people which is like, amazing I really just to me thought though, he was bad. Like, like how many uhs and ums do you have in like Pirates of the Caribbean? Right. Like right. it's just not a thing. Right. Like it's, there isn't a single Disney attraction where there's an uh or an um that isn't at least deliberate or deliberately right. allowed to stay. It is just funny because it's like, it, does it make it better or worse that it sounds that awkward? <laughs> like, right. obviously it was, it was decided to be done that way. It was, they, they wanted it that way, but it's, it is funny to me that in the end, the result was something that was so widely disliked or not necessarily disliked, but sort of widely panned by Disney fans. So something like, that did I you think not is focus group it. <laughs> well, something that I think is kind of interesting though is that it kind of strikes me as the sort of thing where, with a little bit of time, nobody will bat an eye at it. It'll just be a, a beloved part of the ride. Well, and it kind of already and is. It, like it people is for call me him the anyway. uh, fly guy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like for me, it is already something that I I very much expect to go and see and I'm like oh yay the guy you right, know right right so and, and then and then the like super intense scientist that he works with yeah. who like kind of <laughs> scares me I'm like I'm glad you're Sigourney not my, Weave, budget my Sigourney dad. Weaver right exactly yeah exactly budget Sigourney Weaver wait how would she be your dad well anyway I don't know um so also his name is uh David I'm gonna say Danny Poor. Uh, and I, I tried to look up a pronunciation guide just to be sure I wasn't being an asshole, but there like, aren't really any that are very good. Um, but he also said that he's never been on the ride or to Walt Disney world. And I am just saying, like, I looked and I didn't see anyone being like, I'll crowdfund this. And I really want to fucking just be like, look, dude, like, let me crowdfund you. Cause he said like, obviously now with the pandemic, but he said the pandemic and money. And I'm like, Get this dude to Walt Disney World. Like, holy shit. He hasn't even been on the ride he stars in. Right. There's more of him in that ride than the fucking Avatar thing. Well, and and like, how long is the The pre-show compared to the actual ride? That's what I'm saying. There's more of him in the show, in the the ride, in that pre-show, than Navi in the fucking ride. They should sell action figures of him at the little exit store, even though that doesn't really fit with the, like, in-universe theme of the store, but... Yeah, it was just, like, such a pleasant little thing. And, okay, I just realized this was on our Walt Disney World, which is where Rob of Rob Plays just did an AMA today, slash is doing, I don't know, he might still be going, Um, because he said they asked him to. So, interesting that they are, like asking like maybe they sought him out and were like hey man like they, maybe they tracked him down and asked him if he'd do an ama but like i just really want him to go to walt disney world when it reopens i'm like can i yeah, just buy too. you a trip on so. this topic though actually I, I really want there to be more of these like find the the yeah. parts that we kind of you know, gloss over, and I'm trying to think of well, on like of some like rides, like Mission example, Space, but... it's a celebrity, so right, it's not right, like, exactly like exactly. it was Gary Sinise, and now it's um Gina Torres, but like it's I don't know what other rides. Yeah, like again, Imagination has Eric Idle. Like most of them, I feel like are famous people, but I'm sure there are some that yeah, aren't. There, there have to be some things like that, or even like you know, I don't know. I'm, 
Uh, there's got to be something. So, uh, because we can't think of any off the top of our head, write in right and now, tell us what we're fucking in forgetting about the part. Which people you want an AMA from? That's like a <laughs> either a bit part or like an oft overlooked part. Because it's not like you know you think about oh yes famous Disney park people. You don't go oh yeah the and a uh, fly guy. You know what I want? I want an AMA with Gus. Oh yes, <laughs> please. A bus driver slash also like I guess he was one of the like people of Hollywood or whatever. Well, and he's Studios. like done I a lot him. of things. He hasn't is been on the bus. Understanding. <laughs> he hasn't been on the bus the last couple of times. Yeah, he's gone. They just they took him well, away. Well, they took him away, but there was like a very brief safety thing, wasn't there? Uh, there's or... still a safety thing, but it doesn't involve him. Oh, this is this is new for oh. me. No, I think in January there wasn't, and I was sad about it. Right, I wasn't. I wasn't there. So, you weren't. Yeah. Well. Well. Sorry well, about your spoilers. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Disney's Magical Express spoiler warning. All right, we're gonna have to make our own competing, still magical express. Okay. Nope. With Gus's face nope. still. Incorrect. So. I refuse to take anything but Disney transportation. Thank you. Bye. So in other news, Shanghai Disney reopened. Yay? <laughs> yay. It's definitely a yay. I mean, so it's, it's a yay. It's... Here's why, though, it's a yay. Because it's in a country that will actually fucking do what they're supposed to. I am just saying, like, in Asia, generally speaking, like, Asia, the... I know Asia is not a country before anyone tries to come at me with that one. In Asia, the continent, in like East Asia in particular, there is this like thing with masks where they tend to be. Yeah, like, they're just mask wearing cultures. Just, like it's it's a more normal it, part it's of, a more per- of everyday public responsible stuff. fucking culture where people don't just be like, I'm just out for myself. I don't give a fuck. So everyone wears masks when there's a need to. Um, so I think it's a positive because they're modeling in a country that will do what they're supposed to how it could go, like how a reopening could go. They have everything spaced out. They have masks. They have hand sanitizer all over the place. They are distancing. Like they have tape. You can't sit at certain tables. And right now, at least for the beginning reopening, you have to get a ticket for a specific date and time, like entry. And if you're an annual pass holder, you have to, you still have to do the same thing. You have to get a specific right, time a entry. Yep. Like it's basically, yeah, it's like a reservation. Um, so they're doing it in a way that, Makes sense for there. I still don't think it would work in America because I think people are going to freak out about their, was it Fourth Amendment rights that I keep assuming people are going to yell about? Um, Because I don't, I think people are going to flip the fuck out if Disney says you need to wear a mask. And with stuff like the, the, um, what is it called? The the DAS card. Like, I think people are going to suddenly all have deathly illnesses that mean they can't wear a mask because they can't breathe. Like, I think there are just going to be a lot of attempts at exemptions and things like that. And so, or people throwing tantrums. And so I'm worried that this method, while it seems like the right way to do it in a lot of ways, is not going to work in the United States. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about exactly the same thing because I also think that the people who are going to be most urgently going to the parks are there people who think this is no big deal right. in the first right. place? So there's going to be a majority of people who are not going because they think Disney's steps for safety are reasonable. They are going because they think that all of this is unreasonable right. and the world should be open. Come on. Right. 
And, and that's really scary to me because all of these things require that people actually participate in them actively. It's not yeah. just like throw some hand sanitizer around and everything will be great. It, it really does require people to respect the, the distancing and the mask wearing and all of those things for it not to just be another place for this to, to turn into a, a big mess again. Yeah. It requires a lot of personal responsibility, which we have heretofore been really bad at as a society. Um, and I legitimately was fighting with people in our fucking town Facebook page today who there is a guy literally saying it was a hoax. It is a hoax. Like the, the quote unquote virus and all that kind of stuff, like fully. Now he was also a flat earther. So like, you know, take it all with a fucking grain of salt, but literally thinks that the whole thing is and and he lives in Florida now that I remember it because someone pointed that out they were like you don't even fucking live here he grew up here but you don't even go to this school <laughs> she doesn't even go here um <laughs> so he literally believes that like the infection rate doesn't matter because it's not real and all of that stuff. it's it's simultaneously not real and also like not as bad as the flu I think he even said I don't know he's one of those but there are people who truly believe that this is not a problem and it is not happening and it is not real. And so those are the people who are, yeah, going to go to the parks and droves, whereas we're going to be sitting up here like, I don't want to fucking be in a plane for two hours, right. two and a half hours with recycled air of all these other people. And like, we are going to be nervous to, to go back anytime soon because of that. Um, unless we did a road trip. Um, yeah. But again, even with that, like, once you get down there, that's the piece that we're going to be the types who are going to naturally be a little bit more cautious. And I think you're right in that the people who who go first. Now, I should say Shanghai Disneyland sold out yep. of their passes for their opening, like period. Yep. So people don't seem to be holding back necessarily. Granted, um, they also limited the numbers. Right. They limited well, the numbers, but, but, what, but they sold out what they had. Yes. Um, so I think... You're probably going to see similar behaviors, but I do think it's going to be people who are more local. I do think it's going to be people who are less risk averse. I really fucking want to go to Disney. But the other thing that I've seen proposed, um, and this was one of those things that I think was like in a Disboards thread or something, or that wasn't, you know, that was rumors and yada yada. But there were rumors that they would also open at limited capacity. So at Shanghai Disneyland, it looked like most of what they were doing was just like, you know, you couldn't sit close to each other kind of stuff. But I've seen ideas about Florida where it was like certain attractions would be completely down and stuff. And I, they might have also done that at Shanghai Disneyland, but I don't think they mentioned it. I don't think so. I think did. most of what I saw is that they the ride capacity was significantly was, yeah, diminished lower, because yeah. they were doing, they yeah. were enforcing distancing, yeah. distancing in seating and stuff. But I think that's the thing for me is that if they were to do a phased reopening where like you only, you know, half of the fucking park wasn't operating or something, I would be entirely disinclined to go because then it's like, okay, I still am going to feel like I'm at risk and I don't even get to do anything. The thing I'm wondering about at this point is how long are they going to extend annual passes for if they do a phased reopening? Like if they if they do a phase type reopening where everything isn't open, the second that they're open, are they going to start, are they going to be like, okay, that's the cutoff for your AP extensions and we'll extend through that date? Or are they going to say, okay, fine, until it's fully, if it's, until it's fully back, we will continue extending your dates. Like, that's what I don't know about. I think they're going to have to do something like that because they're like, I mean, people there are a lot would probably of people riot without and... annual passes, uh, but there are so many annual pass holders, especially locals that have blackout dates and stuff yeah. too. 
that there may simply not be enough slots for every annual pass holder to be able to go um, alongside any really sort of really matter, but... Right. And, and yeah, it's, I'm, I'm less worried about like, oh no, for us, what yeah. is the cost of an annual pass? It's like not insignificant, um, but like we can buy another one after this one expires when we want to go, if we don't get to go on the remainder yeah. of this one, that's fine. It's more like there are people where it was a really big investment yeah, and they thought yeah. hard about it yeah. and it, and it is really tough for them to say, hey, I did this thing banking on it being valuable to me. Right. And now it's not going to be. Right, right. Yeah, I'm hoping that they'll do the right thing there and that if they do any kind of phased opening, which again was all rumors anyway, um, if they do any kind of phased stuff that they don't cut off the the extensions to like, okay, if, that, if that's July 1st and the full reopening isn't until September, like don't fucking extend me from March to July, extend me from March to September, like after our, yeah. you know. Extend me out that number of days. I also um, think that that Disney is a good example of a company where even though they may have policies that just sort of as a standard thing that you can easily do or something that they're going to do automatically, they may not be the most permissive. Um, they are pretty good about case-by-case basis things. And yeah. so for people where it's like, you know, hey, uh, this really screwed up our plans and the next time I could take time off from work was, you know, eight months after we were going to go. Right. Um, can we get this extended that long? They might do it. That's the case for a lot of people. Also, yeah, right. or like, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like the time I carried my way into a discounted annual pass. Yep. <laughs> yep. I was so mad. Oh, God. You were. I was. I was just like, why the fuck? And granted, they hadn't told the cast members on chat that yep. the DRC cast members, yep. but still, sorry. Listen to a past we, episode if right, you want to exactly. hear that story. I was going to say, we'll insert the episode number here <laughs> God in knows what fucking episode that was. <laughs> no, we won't. Um, and no, we won't. To go find no, it. we yep. fucking won't. Because so, who knows? I'm just, I mean, I'm still loosely hopeful. People have had, um, like, Villains After Hours stuff in June have started refunding, and then I know people with June trips who it hasn't started, like, they haven't gotten refunds. Um, they're allowing bookings in July. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. None of us know what's going to happen, but it's nice to see that Shanghai has at least started reopening because that provides a framework potentially for certain things that could happen in the U S I just really, really please fuck (sighs) really hope that American Disney parks fans don't fuck it up immediately by pulling stupid bullshit. Because honestly, I would not be fucking surprised if some of these fuckos showed up with like yep. AR-15 strapped to their backs. Like, you're not making me wear a mask in this park. Like, it would not surprise me because people are being so awful about this in so many places. And I just would like it if we could just keep Disney this happy place where, yeah, we have to deal with the fact that we're in a pandemic but we're we're comfortable with the safety measures, just like all the other safety measures we already fucking submit to bag checks and x-rays and shit. Fucking add one more thing and it's a mask. Who cares? And I also really want them to have a successful, even if phased, reopening mm-hmm. where they don't just have to immediately backpedal right, and, right. and shut it down. Right. Because... I don't know about you all, but there's a small part of me that's like, oh, Disney's in in a little bit of trouble, as are many yeah. large companies right oh, yeah. now. But Disney's in a little bit of trouble, and especially the like the parks division, like the parks, the parks PNL is, is messed up right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I really, really don't want 
there to be lasting damage to our favorite vacation. Yeah. The and reality of the situation is that there is, it does not matter how much they lose. They are still f- so cash flush that yeah. they shouldn't have to make any changes. But the reality is that they're going to make cuts and things yep. and justify it with this, even if technically they have the money because business, that's how business well, works. You have to make a fucking profit. The so. very real fear too, though, is that even if they are cash rich and fairly comfortable, um, any kind of scenario like this puts them at risk of, you know, a takeover or something right, too. Right. And I don't know about you, but Apple buying Disney is a very scary thing to me. I don't fucking want that at I all. I do not want that because, nope. I mean, hate it. Yeah. yeah no. Hate I mean, it. maybe we could get mouse branded laptops nope. and our whole lives nope. could. No, I'm nope. just kidding. Uh, um, yeah, not worth it. Yep. No, yeah, and, and it's I just, just I, I that's the kind of thing that I'm worried about too, because then they could at some point decide to sell the parks to somebody else or something. Right. right. And uh you know, Mickey World by Universal is not my jam. No. Like I would rather not go on. I vacation. I would just not yeah, like that's the reality of this the reality of the situation is that if they sold the parks to another company, especially like a universal, but honestly probably anyone um, I don't know that we would keep going right. because it's such a, the point of it is that it is a specific experience that I can pay money and I can have everything go the way that I want it to go. And people are nice and things go smoothly and it's safe. And like, that's what I want. And the safety piece to me, like, again, I hope that because of the fact that they already do so much that some people will say a security theater to keep us safe. I hope that people aren't too averse to the idea of wearing the masks and I, I do hope that they are very careful in the parks because, again, you're going down a fucking awful PR spiral, too, if they end up a fucking epicenter for another outbreak of it. Right. Like, if there end up being They got enough cases, bad press from that one person dying right. early on. They could fucking open and then, like, two weeks later have to shut again just because, not even because it's necessarily more unsafe, but just if they had an outbreak, the PR would be so bad. But yeah. you just, it's not... It isn't easy to keep everyone safe, but it's not that fucking hard either if we all actually do our parts. So wear your fucking masks and wash your fucking hands. And if Disney opens and they want you to do those things, then do those things. Our third topic is something we've all been hoping for for a long time. We knew... That a few years ago, I think not long before we saw it, the Tony Award-winning Broadway musical Hamilton was recorded. And they used some clips of it in a WGBH special on Lin-Manuel and like his whole process and Hamilton in general. But it had not been released anywhere and we were all like, fuck, 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 when's it going to happen? What's going to go on? Blah, 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 And there probably would have been the theatrical release if it wasn't for COVID-19. But instead, July 3rd, 2020, just in time for the America holiday, Hamilton, the musical, the original Broadway cast performance is going to be on Disney+. Plus. I was like Kermit flailing all morning about this when the news came. I was, I was, I posted it in work slack in random and only one person reacted. I posted it in like three different discords. I put it on my Facebook. I put it on my Twitter. I was like, ah! 
Well, this is this is something, Val, where I think that we have a fair bit of privilege as some people that went Incredibly. to see it on Broadway. Um, but but people don't really understand. This is where I'm going to go. Oh, you don't understand because you didn't <laughs> see it. But seriously, though, I loved listening to the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. But. Actually, watching it was so much more impactful. And like, it was really, even though it wasn't watching the voices it from as I was used far to, of and a way as like, possible. Oh yeah, we were uh, in the nosebleeds. Also, like it, it was, was mostly the voices. It was mostly there were a few that were that were not. Uh, Burr. Yep. And one of the sisters was it Eliza? I can't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> yeah, we, we can look it up. We it was a long time up. ago, and we're old. So this was when we saw it for context was the week. Uh, it was the Wednesday after the Tonys when it won the Tony. Like it was that Wednesday's matinee. We took a train down in the morning and took a train back up that night because I just do not like New York City. Um, I My boss at the time tried to convince me that like she'd pay for my transportation and a hotel for me to stay overnight and like go to some of our clients in the area. And I was like, no. No, I'm no, we are coming home that evening. Um, so yeah, it was like a quick in and out, yeah. too, where we spent, yeah, like we got there just early enough that we had to wander around for like an hour yeah. before we could even go Missed in. Missed the fucking outside show because for some reason I had thought that there wasn't one that day. The like little pre show, we thing saw that an they used Elvis impersonator sitting next to us, though. So yeah, there's there a was, picture of there it. There were a lot of know. things happening. Um, but we missed the like pr- the what did they call it? Hamel. It wasn't Hamel drop. It was there was something that they used to do as a pre-show. And for some reason, I had thought there wasn't one that day, but there was. Um, but we missed it. Uh, it was we. I spent seven hundred dollars a pop on those tickets for literally as far away from the stage as you could go. So honestly, we'll probably get a better viewing experience, like vision wise. <laughs> um. From watching it this way because it was, I basically just talked myself into like, at the time I was still extremely miserly and I was like, you know what? You have to blow stupid money on something stupid once in a while. Like what's the use of being a miser if you don't occasionally make a huge splurge? And so I bought those tickets and we went and saw it and uh, I thought we were going to get kicked out at one point because... Uh, an usher came up and was like flashing a light and I was like, oh my fucking God, no. Oh no. What what happened? Oh no, please God. Cause I know that they're like super hardcore about recording, but it was the guy next to us had like a, like a pager that blinked or something. Yeah. It was like clipped to his shirt yeah. pocket and it had a green light and on it. And I was just like, like mm. I like honest to God, like my blood went cold. I, I was know. like, no, um, thinking that I was about to get kicked out and it, but it was incredible to see. And the bits of it that you see in performances like the Tony is um, it still comes across. A lot of the energy still comes across. A lot of the power of the staging comes across. So I'm really fucking excited for this to come to Disney plus and for me to realize that I still know all the lyrics to all the songs. Cause I'm sure yeah. that's going to happen for how much I listened to it back when it came. And out. also so that we can sob in the privacy of our own home. Oh my God. Know? I, how many, I brought like four, uh, bandanas, I think. Like, oh, yeah. I was extremely oh, prepared. Because yeah. I just knew, I was like, it's just going to be, it's even just listening to it in the car. Yep. Like, also he tweeted out, he tweeted it out with it's only a matter of time. And I was like, <laughs> like just immediately crying about the end of the show. But it's, it's, folks, it is so fucking good. Like, every, you know, there are people who dislike it and I, generally will uh i will make them explain 
a reason why that is not about the fact that it's rap because that's not a great argument and I tend to want to get into fights about it. Um, but it is visually, like lyrically, it's incredible. The music is incredible. Visually though too, like seeing it, seeing the costume work and all of that and and the acting, like we could hardly see faces again, like with I mean, how far great, away we were. I could see were. a little better than you. But. Yes, but with with how far <laughs> away we were, like it's it was hard, but the facial expressions and all like this cast is so incredibly talented and I am so glad. And again, as a person who spent $1,400 for two tickets for us to go, I am so glad that more people are going to be able to experience it because most live theater is gated. This one was gated so spectacularly and awfully because of how all the reselling stuff went. Um, and I'm glad that people are going to be able to see it if they couldn't afford to. Though they still did like manage to bring people in that like in oh, no yeah. way could they, afford it. They, they like, did a lot they of just work. like bust people in right. to, to to watch it, which I thought was. They really did a cool. lot of work around that. They yeah. did like the raffles and stuff where yep. you could get free tickets. So they tried really hard to make it accessible despite the fact that everyone was being asshole scalpers and I'm kind of mad that I played into that, but it was also that like once in a lifetime thing that by the time I had decided to make that, like, decided to make that decision was what I was about to say. By the time I made that decision, I had been so heavily listening to it and so obsessed with it that it was like, I have to go see this thing. Um, but I think I'm, I am mortified by the fact that that all happened and I'm just really excited for everyone to get to actually see it because it's so brilliant. Folks. Highly recommend. Watch it when it comes out on July 3rd on Disney+. Plus. Fucking have Kleenex ready. I'm not joking. I don't, like, this is not like you get a little misty. Like, now granted I'm a crier, but it's not like I get a little tiny bit misty or like tear up. Like, it is a sobbing musical by the end. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is also kind of a, a cool thing to see in that, we are reminded that Disney as a company has many avenues to success. And one of them is how much money they've been spending on intellectual property. Uh-huh. Um, and one of the really interesting things that we brought up, I think last episode or the episode before about, for instance, movie theaters are just going to like eat shit as a result yeah. of this. <laughs> like it's really not a, not a good situation for them. And that has really big implications on Hollywood, on the film industry, in the U.S. especially. And this is a really good example of something that has a large draw that is landing on a streaming platform as uh, a like a strong signal. And the same thing with... Uh, there are some other big things landing directly on streaming platforms instead of having, uh, having dates. Uh, I can't remember what they yeah, are I now. But they push some that. stuff back. They drop some stuff directly on the platform. But... Um, but it is one of those things now where Disney is raking in, you know, all-time uh, subscriber highs yep. on Disney Plus right now. Um, and they, like, blasted way past most of their competition oh, yeah. very, very quickly in the beginning because of the, the breadth of content that mm -hmm. they have. Um, and it really makes me wonder 
how much that is going to be a future part of their business model. Because if you look at it too, from like Val and I grew up with the Disney channel as yep. like a, I wasn't even supposed to walk it, watch it a, a bunch. Um, but I did, you know, it's, <laughs> it's how it works. Like my, one of my parents weren't home. I would throw on yeah. whatever, but, um, but it's, it's one of those things where live or not live programming, but uh, scheduled programming like that is kind of not, as much what the kids are doing. Yeah. Like, your niece, yep. like, just watches YouTube. Yep. Like, on-demand stuff on YouTube yeah. or watches shows on streaming platforms. Yep. Um, and I think that it's kind of an interesting thing to recognize that that's going to be a really core place to deliver uh, new content, valuable content, yeah. um, and doubling down on it, not just having it be the, oh, it'll also end up here. Right, um, right. Or, that's you know, the main it goes purpose. to the Disney Channel first as a show, and yeah. then it'll eventually make it to Disney Plus. Yeah. Or it'll, you know, and granted, they already did that with Mando and stuff like that. But, but more and more things, I think, are going to land there as their initial place where the public gets them. Yeah. Um, and... It's kind of fascinating, uh, and I'm I'm really curious to see what else lands on Disney Plus during the pandemic, especially. Yeah. Also, Bob Biger totally tweeted about it, like in a way that suggested that it was either his idea or that he was the one who'd like. Oh, he's it. just taking credit for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Mister Iger. Yeah, but it's just it's real fucking exciting. It's uh, <sighs> I'm just like. I almost, I think I had almost forgotten that I knew that they had recorded it because it had been, it was it, years ago, like years ago, so long ago. And I think I, I really did just kind of like forget. Yeah. It was, it was sort of sitting in the back of my head. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. oh my fucking God, this is so exciting all over again. Because I remember it being news when they first talked about it because it was, it was right like, around ooh. the time that they announced that the original cast was kind of not going to be a thing. I think anymore. it was around the time when we went. Right, like, it was I think around it, the time that we went. Because we which went was, knowing we were going to be towards the end, presumably, right. because the Tonys because, had just. Well, and, and yeah. not long after, Lin Manuel like announced that he was yeah. stopping. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, that's. Lin Manuel, who people were chasing after the matinee. Oh, my goodness. I know, because people were, were waiting to. Stage to, door. Yeah, exactly. And. And, like, he left through another door and, like, had a hoodie on. Like a gray and hoodie And someone spotted him. Face. And, like, the poor guy was just, like, watch, walking to a pizza place because he hadn't eaten anything in a while or and something. Like, you it know? was a and, matinee, so he was right. going to have another show in a few hours. Right. <laughs> and, like, Sam noticed, and I didn't even notice because yeah. I was facing the stage door, but Sam is a giant. And so no. he just, like, turned and was like... Oh, he's over there. Oh, my God. And everyone was just, like, fucking harassing him. And I was like, this is awful. Yeah. So... Don't be a jerk when you stage door people. Oh my god, I'm just so excited everyone gets to see it! Yeah. <laughs> so, that's been our show. Thanks for listening. Uh, reminder that if you want to write in and tell us which uh, obscure or side Disney pre-show character you would like to see do an AMA on Reddit. Uh, that's You can write us in at boredandsassy.com and click contact. That form will come to us in an email. Have I checked that email in like the last three months? 
The answer is maybe. Uh, <laughs> you can also tweet at us at Bored and Sassy on Twitter, and I will get a notification for that because I have the notifications turned on on my phone. I think I have Bored and Sassy's email too, which is boredandsassy at gmail.com. That was the... The form doesn't go to that one. The form comes to mine, so right. I would have gotten it. Uh, so no one's writing us, so write us. Uh, yeah, it board- helps if we release episodes, because then Shut people up. are more likely to <laughs> If write you in, write but- directly to boredandsassy at gmail.com as well, we will get that. Uh, so let us know your thoughts and feelings and hopes and dreams and fears and which pre-show character you want to see do an AMA on Reddit. Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye. Do you want to do check. a mic test? Mic testing. How about you use some <laughs> real words? My nose is just doing the annoying thing where it's been yeah. fine all day and now it's like, you're a little stuffed. Mm-hmm. Probably because I opened the window earlier.